0: Doug and Marty Vs. The World is sponsored and paid for by Marty McClendon, Doug Bassler, and EZTVSpots.com. Round one,
1: go.
0: Well, you know, um, we got a couple of days left, but hopefully you're thinking about something good to get the love of your life
1: cuz Valentine's Day is Monday brother. <laughs> I know, I know. I got my wife two very practical gifts and of course I did not get her a vacuum cleaner.
0: Um, or pots was, and pans.
1: Uh, no pots and pans, nothing like that. But uh, I learned about she, that in Bible college brother. They yes. said
0: vacuum cleaners and pots and pans are not a good Valentine's. Not
1: day. a good gift. No. But you know um my wife has this, you know, she's no longer remote. She's actually in person, uh, you know, doing her job and of course um she is always um trying to find her freaking phone and I freaking in the car. So I got her one of those uh cup phones for a car and a cup phone for a desk, so it stands up and oh and, brother. You know, I was thinking about it, right? Some as long as yeah. you
0: drop a diamond necklace in it, you're good. And put, yeah. diamond, put a diamond necklace in one and a uh and some flowers in the other one,
1: brother. Well, you and know you're for, fine. Christmas, I got her a Pandora bracelet, right? So, um, every holiday, we add another little... little Didn't uh, we all pendant? get our wife yeah. Pandora bracelets, brother? <laughs>
0: my wife never wears it. She's like, yeah, this is a this is a gimmick, son. I go, I go. it is cool, though. Well, yeah, she's nice, but I don't, she doesn't wear it, brother.
1: Anyway, uh, my wife does. This is
0: Doug and Marty versus the World. My name just happens to be Doug Bassler. You are the Doug of Doug and Marty. And yes, I'm me. Marty McClendon.
1: I'm the Marty of Marty and Doug and Marty. You know...
0: um. Jay Inslee just couldn't do it, brother. He 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 got right up to the edge. He got right up to the line, but he could not cross the line.
1: So tell me more.
0: Oregon, end of March, no more masks. California, Mm -hmm. no more masks. Right, virtually the only state left in the union. Washington State, Jay Inslee says, okay, tell you what, February eighteenth, you can stop wearing masks outside. Okay. Outside? Mean, <laughs> yes. So we can stop wearing masks outside as if anybody was, was ever actually
1: wearing them outside. Yeah.
0: No, right, I see people on. wearing them. I see kids okay. walking home from school by themselves with a mask on and you know, you're a medical, you know, former mm-hmm. medical professional, you know, a virus can't live in the sun and the wind for more than about four seconds. Uh, so, uh, yeah. so, you know, thank you for nothing, but he just he couldn't go there. You know, uh, the day that, uh, he had that press conference, which was, uh, Let's see. I think that was Wednesday this week. I was waiting Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, Ari Hoffman, who's on a radio here in, um, over here in Western Washington, he was saying, if he comes out without a mask on, that means the mask mandates over. And so he (laughs) comes out, I'm watching on TVW brother in my car, in a parking lot. I'm like, I got to see this two o'clock thing. Of course it's, you know, 20 minutes late, comes out without a mask on, but he couldn't do it. He could not pull the trigger. He loves he doesn't want to his toes.
1: That power, huh?
0: Yeah. Here we are. I mean, two years of one man totalitarian rule, bringing the state of Washington to the brink of destruction, and he can't even bring himself to say no more mask mandate. I mean, brother, what's well, this world coming to? When
1: you see major countries uh, going without a mask mandate, major blue states, as you said, we're probably in the last remaining states to do that. That's Inslee. But you think about it, this? Not does not make sense. It absolutely does not make sense for this to stay in place. Uh, it's not going to work well politically for him. But at the same time, like you said, outside, come on, inside, even so. So
0: Tucker Carlson uh, comes on that same night. I was just, you know, I'm like, oh, whatever. And I got, I got busy. So I, I, I listened to it on my app. I got a SiriusXM app, so I listened to it mm-hmm. later. He comes out. He goes, I don't know what the internal polling for the Democratic Party was, but it must have been a disaster because all of a sudden, California and Oregon and everybody else is dropping mask mandates and I'm yelling at the thing going, not Washington.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We have a special kind here as Inslee, the third term Inslee, right? Yes. So I want to just give you some good news. I'm sure you saw it. It was a uh, headline over Newsmax News, but... um, Texas. You know, we love uh, talking about how the red states and the blue states are different and how Florida and Texas are kind of leading the way with freedom and how we want to make Washington like that. But remember the Texas implemented the heartbeat bill a month ago, went to the Supreme Court, basically Supreme Court a month ago, said, yep, they can keep on doing that. That is constitutional. It leads the way to a possible overturning of Roe v. Wade here coming pretty soon. The Newsmax has a report that came out, says abortions in Texas fell 60% in the first month. So 60% of those normally would get abortion, didn't get an abortion because that heart beat building. That's huge, brother. That I just want to huge... start
0: shouting and run around the studio here. That is awesome. If it wasn't so small. I would. All right. Uh, but the, that is, you know, that's, a people say, oh, they're going to do it anyway. They're going to whatever. But um, and I'm sure some people maybe mm-hmm. left Texas and went across the border into Louisiana, Oklahoma, or wherever. But they um, uh, you know, a lot of our, you know, smarter uh, liberals they probably couldn't find Texas on a map. They don't know that Oklahoma's <laughs> north of it or Louisiana's east of it. Right. But right. I've actually been to Texas, brother, and the rumors are true. Texas is free, and the barbecue is amazing. So, That's right um don't want to move there it's a little too hot for me a little too flat at least out in east texas and i've heard west texas they have some mountains but there's no trees brother it's a kind of desert um that's amazing though because (laughs) you know if we can just delay it you know Mm -hmm. and it's like you know one of the one of the bills that's come up uh this year in washington state is to uh take we had a two-week cooling off period for assisted suicide, they want to take it down to three days, but I, I have a feeling abortion. It is kind of like that. Like, you know, initially, Oh my gosh, I got to But if you have a delay like this, mm-hmm. like, um, wow. I can't get that. Cause it's, there's a heartbeat or whatever. Plus you, you're hearing the heartbeat. You're realizing, Hey, there's a baby. This is a baby. It's not my, it's not some kind of tissue or something. This is a conception, a baby. Um, but that, you know, um, that cooling off, thing mm-hmm. means something because it gives it gives holy spirit a chance to work on you it gives exactly God a chance right. to do what he needs to do to convict you and and to keep you from you know terminating your own life in the case right. of a suicide or someone else's life and i just you know the democratic party it's just it's the party the, of death man they're the party of
1: death they want to kill babies forever Death yeah. and slavery and, and bondage and big government I will say this. And I don't I, want to make this I'm political. Am, no, I know. I don't I'm, want to make I'm this amazed. political,
0: brother. I just think everybody should vote Republican. Oh, wait, Amen, I am voting. I am making it political, am I? <laughs>
1: um, I am amazed, though, on this whole thing. Because obviously, Roe v. Wade didn't have the technology. Ultrasounds weren't around as much back then. Uh, and, like, the Care Net and all the different groups that were advocating and these nonprofits to make sure that every woman that had the choice, choice, right, that they got an ultrasound, And that's gotten more and more prevalent as technology improved, they're they're more affordable, and more information has gotten out there that's made all of this possible. Legislation is downhill from culture and so forth, but there's a God thing uh, allowing technology to uh, advance to the point where people have to see. And to this point, you know, here is a heartbeat. You have to get an ultrasound. Oh, you see it That's a human being. That just brings the reality and the truth and the and the uh, technology together it's so fantastic brother I'm z-
0: they, the ultrasounds are so much better so when you know I had my first daughter in 1983 and the ultrasound you know looked like a Xerox copy of somebody's butt right. um, I mean th- they had to convince me that that was a baby in there and they're like that's a boy part turned out she was a girl by the way so that's the, <laughs> I'm just saying ultrasounds
1: I free remember when down, she, man
0: I, was, I know uh, when, it, when she was born they said it's a girl I said a girl. Check again. We bought all boy stuff because we were sure the ultrasound said. Anyway, uh, the ultrasounds are better. 3D. You can see the baby. Uh, we've saw our grandchildren's faces before <laughs> they were born. We, we knew what they were going to look like because we could, you could see their faces. And, you know, I, I went back to Genesis uh, this week, and I just was reading through the first few chapters of Genesis. And it says that we're made in God's image. And according to his likeness, we look like God. We have, we have the characteristics of God. And, you know, the devil hates God and wants to destroy God, which doesn't make any sense since, you know, um, he's where all life comes from, but it's an insane thing. And, and uh, that baby is, is made in the image of God. And that person, that old, old fogey that's thinking, I'm not useful for anybody. So I want to kill my, you know, it's just like this culture of death, like, why don't we just live until we die and then, you know, and then go to heaven? But let's not, not, you know, why do we have to, like, terminate life? It's like, my life depends on me terminating some other life. Man, this this is wickedness. Just this is guy.
1: wickedness. And it goes back to a, an, an economist the other day said there's two ways of doing things. You either um, price something or you ration it. And so, in a, in a capitalist society, we, we it's free market, it's priced based on... Supply and demand, right, and what's available for everybody, and so forth. And then the other one is rationing. When you go to rationing, like healthcare, those that are too sick, too old, doesn't the cost benefit for the government isn't there? So when you get to that mindset, the leftist, uh, communist mindset, then you're worthless. And we say you're made in God's image. So those that are uh, are thinking about assisted suicide, we know the numbers bear out. Even if you're single. Life hasn't gone well for you when you're given a responsibility to take care of a plant, an animal, someone else to give in a community to serve. Your mood mood improves and you live longer. So we know we need purpose. God's designed us for purpose. So I think a lot of things, like you said, a cooling off period. If you're thinking about assisted suicide, how about um, finding a purpose for you? The fact that you are valuable, that God still has a use for you, that we are valuable in our community. I'm sure there's something that we could find that will give you meaning, if that means, makes sense, in a cooling off period. Much
0: more. I think when you get connected with God mm-hmm. and you don't listen to the devil, you, you're you going to get purpose. He's mm-hmm. going to give it to you, and and it's going to be great. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you're right on. Uh, my my uh, father uh, just got my stepmother a new little one of them teeny tiny little uh, Shih Tzu dogs and uh, talk about a change in the both of them. Cause I got this little dog to take care of and everything, you know, they're in their mid later eighties and what a difference, mm-hmm. you know, this little, this little dude, if you don't feed it, it ain't gonna make it, you know, right. if you don't love it. It ain't gonna be happy. And, and it's just like, uh, you know, I was bugging my dad about it cause they used to have a couple of dogs and uh, they passed, but, I was like, dad, get it. No, no, no. I don't want, I said, get her a dog. I'm telling you, it's going to change your life. And he's like, you're right. This dog is awesome. (laughs) So having a, you know, having that someone else to take care of and doing these different things in your life. So powerful. So brother, Mm. what do you think I want to send? I want to send a Valentine. To those Canadian truckers, brother. I want to send Valentine's up there saying, We love you. You know, we used to look at Canna as kind of our, you know, backward child, you know, stepchild or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're leading the way and they're fighting and they're still at it. I know we touched on it last week as well, but this is this is miraculous. So Art Pulowski. The, the pastor that mm-hmm. called them Nazis and had the huge viral video kicked him out of church. He was over here. He was over here in, uh, at Nathan's church, I think in gig Harbor. And, uh, but he did a tour of America. Cause as he got back, they arrested him. So he went down to where those truckers were dude, a couple days ago, they arrested him again. They are scared of that little Polish pastor brother. So he came out and uh, there's a, a new video out, uh, On his YouTube uh, channel and they, he called somebody and on the cell phone, he's calling for a 30 day Daniel fast, or he's calling Mm -hmm. it an Esther, an Esther fast, which is a total fast for three days. And then a Daniel fast. And he's like, he's encouraged. They're scared. They're locking me up because they're scared of me. They're locking, you know, this is what they do in China. This is what they do in the Soviet union. You take your political enemies, the ones you're scared of, you lock them up. But it's not working. It's making people even more determined to take their trucks to Ottawa to do these different things or Ottawa or however you say it. But it's Ottawa. It's um, Ottawa. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I want to send Art Pulowski a Valentine and, uh, you know, put a $100 bill in it or something, too.
1: Because, there we go. Oh, God bless them, guys. I love the fact that, you know, the whole the, the whole thing for our listeners as well is the fact that GoFundMe, we should never use them again. Yeah. Uh, they raised, you know, several million dollars for the truckers. Then they decided that they couldn't give it to the truckers at first because they didn't have an attorney or accountant. Then they said, oh, yes, we do. Okay, we'll give it to you. Then they said, no, we're going to give it to other charities of our choice because they're um, basically being terrorists. They're You know, I'm like, that's such a lie. So they switched over to the other, Gibson Go. They've already raised like 2 million bucks for the truckers because people are bringing gasoline and brother and food in and all that kind of stuff to the truckers. This is what you do. For the sake of that, it's a start. Like, and like I said, fighting for freedom. There's but-
0: actually a, a way that if you gave to the truckers to GoFundMe, there's a way you can go request a refund that mm-hmm. actually costs GoFundMe money. So you yes. get your money back and they have to pay like a penalty because of the way. So there's a way to do it. Like, and I don't remember what it is if you like go to your bank and say, no, I didn't, you know, I want to re whatever. And then the bank gives them a charge back and it costs them more, something like that. But nice. anyway, okay. if, if, but, uh, if any of our listeners did give to the original GoFundMe thing, uh, go, go look online and find the way to get a refund because you don't want them giving your trucker
1: money to BLM. Right. A hundred percent. What I was trying to say though is, is, what I'm amazed about, first of all, organized as truckers go in there and other people that are vaccinated are supporting those that are unvaccinated. This is, un, this is unconstitutional. Beyond that, it is wrong, right, tyranny. So they're joined together, but the community, the nation, the nation, if you will, are surrounding them and supporting them, allowing them to stay in place. Yes, many of them can stay for many, day, many days with the, with the truck running and so forth, but the fact that they're bringing supplies in, the fact they're supporting them. The fact that they're, you know, bringing things out. I think it's fantastic.
0: And regular people are joining them.
1: Yeah, we have to do the same thing when it comes here. And whatever, local campaigns or a convoy to to D.C., get engaged. Support those that are stepping out. I think it's the biggest thing, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and there's something kind of just inherently intimidating about an 18-ton truck, 20-ton 18-wheeler, you know? It's like, oh, my gosh, you know, they could, like, run over you. And so that it is, it is a good thing, Um, Mm -hmm. but we've got to fight. And um, I was at uh, informed choice was meeting uh, the other night, they invited me over to speak. And it was um, it was just amazing uh, that people are willing now to fight. They want to fight. uh, They will fight. And, um, and that's what we're seeing in Canada. And, you know, I told you, I don't know, did I tell you? Anyway, back in 2016, I had a dream about Canada and how this Canada was being blessed. There's something about it, and I'd kind of forgotten the details of the dream. And I had always write stuff down, right? So I have mm-hmm. these journals. Actually, that was the one you gave me. That was that yep. black Star Trek Star one. Trek one. Yep. And um, so I thought, well, I wonder if I could find that. And I literally go over and open that thing up, and it's on that page. It was on that Canadian page of that dream that I'd had about Canada being a blessing and being a blessed. And so, uh, so I kind of like the Lord confirming to me that, you know, a lot of the stuff that we've been praying for, a lot of the things that we've been believing for, a lot of the things that we've been standing for, for years, this is the year, this is the time. And um, (laughs) I was just, I'm just excited brother. And, uh, because it, it, even art Pulowski calling a cell phone and saying he's not backing down, he's fasting and, and all this stuff. I'm, first of all, how did he get, you know, get to make the call out of the jail? That's a miracle too. And, um, but this is, uh, this is real, this is real stuff. And, you know, Canada has people like, oh, they don't have the same bill of rights that we do. No, they have a charter of rights and, and uh, responsibilities, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's very similar to ours. They do have freedom of worship. They do have freedom of speech, freedom of assembly. They have those same rights. And Trudeau is a criminal and uh, they are criminals and they are villains.
1: And, and related to Fidel Castro. Do you see that? Well, day?
0: That's the rumor.
1: Is that, I know. It looks like what? Uh, Tucker Carlson was talking about it. Yeah, so. well, you know, far, yeah. be it,
0: far be it from Tucker to run from aliens and, and
1: <laughs> paternity so, suits. I have a uh, member, our guest, um, you had an interview from Roanoke, um, Rep. Jake Hoffman. Remember we, um, yeah. one of the guys we talked about last week? Uh, he's in the news this week. And I go, hey, I recognize the name, right? It was a great idea. You know how uh, it was, how many years ago? A couple years ago, it was Fort Uh, proposed creating a um seattle's a separate county from king county to break it up yeah right it didn't get a lot of traction in washington's where are obviously the democrat majority well with the republican majority down there in arizona representative jake hoffman is proposing to break up maricopa county into four separate counties their biggest democrat laden county they want to break it up um, because of all the problems they had with election integrity and so, it's getting some traction, and with the majority there, who knows, brother? What a, what a concept, right? Pick up King County and break it up into four different counties. Let's do it. Come on.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and um, wouldn't that be amazing? Well, this, there change is in the air. Things are going to have to change. I don't know. Did you catch uh, those reports about how they're doing these secret flights at night and, and mm-hmm. taking illegal immigrants? And these are not families looking for a better life. These are basically military age men. Yes. Yep. And they're flying them all over the country. They don't, you know, they're showing their arrest warrant for their ID. Mm-hmm. They don't, they have no baggage. They get, they have cash. They get a, they get a prepaid iPhone for a year, mm-hmm. prepaid unlimited iPhone for a year cash. And they send them into Seattle, they sent them to yep. Spokane. Yep. They sent them to Tri-Cities. They sent yep.
1: them to, you know, to... These flights, uh, to, They've uh, the administration said, no, they're not happening, but we have video of them in the they're Florida, lying. In New York. They're lying they're, all this across is, the list. This is
0: treason, but brother.
1: This is an, an invasion sponsored by internal people, right? Uh, treasonous, if you will. I mean, they're a big, strong words, but they fit. Because what? how else? If you bring people in that have ill intent, that break our laws, not enforce the border but actually fly them into areas where you want to influence things where crime is already through the roof and pay them, it just makes you go, okay, um, we have enemies within, which we truly really do that need to be voted out or arrested if, if you will. And this needs to be aware, we need to be aware of what's going on underneath our nose. Literally our tax dollars are being funded to do this stuff. Um, but this reminds me. remember a few years ago you and I were on in Seattle as well. During uh, the Syrian crisis, where they're having refugees coming over, they're trying to relocate them here in Washington. And of course, there's uh, others that went to Minnesota. Inslee was up there talking about how it's our, our duty as Christians and so forth to do that. And, and those it turns out that they were 80% of them were military aged men, not families, not kids, but men uh, getting asylum basically and getting on the government dole over here. This is a pattern. We've seen, and then we saw what happened in Germany because of it. We happened, same type of thing. So we've been doing this for years in this nation. We've got to put a stop to it. It's not about being humanitarian or, or gracious. It, this right here is where they use the immigration or the uh, circumvent the laws to uh, achieve a political narrative, you know, about bringing people in, using our money to do it. It's time to put a stop to it. But, Doug, but... There's a couple of articles that came out this week that uh, I had the chuckle and then I had to go ow because you know when you when things are so bad you, you, you have to laugh about it and then at the same time you're like but that's gonna hurt me that's not good this is not good so I don't want to be angry but it's kind of humorous in nature if you will uh, it's about Ukraine right the whole world's looking at Ukraine you know you have the, the Russian military lining up along the Ukrainian border that want to go in and, and take more of Ukraine away Uh, And Biden's doing this flip-floppy thing back and forth, what he will do or not do, and then he said he basically quoted says, "I will not send troops to rescue Americans trying to flee Ukraine," similar to what he did in Afghanistan. Basically, if you're there, you're on your own. American citizens doesn't mean anything anymore. This president, this administration, does not care about you. Okay, and then the nail in the coffin, if you will, and we love our Ukrainian brothers and sisters. We really do. A lot of them are here in in the state that escaped communism. They understand. They're on fire for God and on fire to save this nation, especially this state. But the nail in the coffin, if you will, as an expression, is he named Kamala Harris uh, in charge of taking over the Ukraine situation. So, first of all, Trump was the first one to actually put Pence in charge of something as a vice president. Typically, they don't have a role. And Pence did a pretty good job rolling out the whole vaccine man uh, vaccines and, you know, addressing things. But then Biden gave Harris the first job to, to take care of the border. And while our border's got nothing but worse, she never even went down to the border. Absolute failure. She went down to a South American country to get the causes, the root causes of illegal immigration. And the, um, the leader down there said she's never come back. Basically, it's all lip service, all about a video, photo op. And she got a lot of negative press, even from the mainstream press, that she has not handled that at all. And then she was in charge of getting the whole Voters Rights Act bill, but the one one that would federalize elections uh, all across this nation. So, they would circumvent, over, uh, supersede all of our state rules around elections, uh, literally making it uh, a foregone conclusion for Democrats. And that failed, thank God, to Manchin and Cinema, and the Republicans holding strong as well. But now he's going to put her in charge of the Ukraine t- situation, which is also already a debacle. Is that one way of saying, okay, Kamala, you're going to screw it up anyway. You can't make it any worse. What, what do you think, brother? Uh, just crazy. that um, <laughs> If you want something not
0: done, you give it to Kamala, brother. Right. That's what you yeah. just said. Doesn't matter what we give her to do,
1: she won't do it. So then, just give her those jobs. And so, does that take some of the onus away from President but, Biden? But I want what? you
0: to—I want you to know, brother, she can't be fired. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, she was uh, literally appointed uh, on the ticket because she was a black woman who had less than one percent of the people. And it's like, okay, this whole um, appointing based on, and now they're talking about. Appointing Once again, we talked about this before about a black woman on the Supreme Court, we both joked about, you know, that she may be up there and she may be. But what do you do with someone like this? Because uh, the 2022 elections are coming. 2024 is not very far away. Biden is literally the laughingstock of the world. Who do they have to replace him? Nobody. It's going to be it's going to be a good wave for uh, Republicans and Trump and everybody else. Don't you think, brother?
0: Yeah, Donald Trump will be president again. One way or the other, it's going to happen. You know, CNN is no uh conservative news outlet, brother. They're they're uh, kind of they're kind of in the, in the, in the yeah. pocket of the Dems. And um they just had a poll, brother. Did you see the recent CNN poll?
1: I did not a see it. A majority
0: of Americans call Biden's first year in office a failure. That's a CNN poll, brother. If wow. CNN's And they've probably padded it and tried to spin it and everything else, but they can't. And uh, and of course, they're afraid to death to let anything happen to Biden because they know that the cackling, hackling hyena that is Kamala Harris will be so much worse. And and yet um, here it comes, you know, here comes the red wave. But again, I've got to stress That we cannot take this for granted. We cannot sit back. Oh, it's going to come because they cheat. They Mm -hmm. lie. They steal. They change the narrative. This is the time when our listeners, yes, you run for office. This is the Mm -hmm. time when you volunteer and you go knock on doors, make phone calls, you know, or if you're afraid of that, stuff envelopes, uh, give money. There's lots of things you can do that are not public like that, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. But we cannot take this red wave for granted. It, I think it's, I think it's pretty certain. But you know what they say: you're always supposed to run like you're ten points behind, brother.
1: Yep. Well, this is an opportunity. That's all it is. It's an opportunity. If we do our job, work our tails off, have the right messaging, and and don't snatch the victory out of the jaws of defeat or whatever it is, as you always say. Snatching um, defeat out of the jaws of victory. There we go. So I have a question for you. Speaking of that, you know, there's a, there's a lot more. For a long time, we've, we're Republicans. Um, we're proud Republicans, conservatives. We understand our own party has issues. And there's always been... Um, You and I haven't talked about rhinos, right? Republicans in name only. People that are moderate to basically Democrats with Republican name on them, right? We have them throughout all levels. And typically, we coincide or coexist fairly easily. Um, Basically, we want Republicans to win because our policies are better. At the national level, you have this Kinzinger, the Congressman Kinzinger who's anti-Trump, like to the nth degree, and then uh, Liz Cheney. You know, and both of them are were on the January 6th committee, and both of them were censured by the National RNC um, for being so vocal and so anti. What do you think, I mean, from a political perspective, I mean, how does that look for us as a party, first of all? Second of all, um, what do you think they're going for? I mean, is it the fact that they hate Trump so much, or is it the fact that there's no political gain there? You know what I mean? <laughs> they're... What do you I, think? Just, I just had a long
0: conversation with a, a fairly new Republican lady okay. and she's like, the infighting is ridiculous. She's mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, she goes to these meetings and, and I, I, the Dems have it too. I mean, we're not the only ones that have, you know, internal arguments. She's like, but so much energy, so much effort is wasted. And who's a rhino, who's this, who's that, you know, we don't have time for that right now. Why don't we just get winning? But you know, one of the things that came out at the Roanoke conference was this idea that um, what difference does it make if we win if we don't do anything when we get in? And that's why I want our listeners to run. If that's we take right. over the state house, uh, we take over the state senate, and uh, Lordy, 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 we take over the governor's mansion in a couple of years. And you know, we've got to do, we need to reform the election system. We need to make sure that people go to jail for the crimes they've committed. You know, this whole thing, Uh, you know, we were all like when Trump gets, you know, Trump gets in, Hillary's going to jail. And then he just like, he just dropped it, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why, you know, that was one of your things. I mean, I I get it. We wanted to get to work on the economy and we got down to $2 and some gas And all that kind of stuff. It was a wonderful time. The Trump years were wonderful right up to 2020. I will give you
1: a dichotomy on this. This is a a perfect example to your point. Uh, On one hand, the federal level, the Republicans had the majority prior to Trump coming in. They had the majority to do what uh, basically well the first two years. Um, But they said, we're going to repeal and replace Obamacare. Remember the talking points across the board? And they voted on it like 17 different times before they had the majority. And just just as a show vote, but they wouldn't do it once they got power. And that turned a lot of people off. The flip side of it, in our state, we had two Democrats that crossed the aisle to caucus with the Republicans because at the time, Democrats were getting too crazy in the Senate. So we had a split house, House Democrats, Senate uh, Republican majority leading because of the two Democrats that crossed over. They actually got things done. They stopped bad things. They actually had a balanced budget that that made sense. They didn't raise taxes, and they had a surplus. That's what happens when you actually have some kind of balance in the government, or at least one chamber that had Republican lead. That took guts. So I, I expect in the state level and the federal level that when the Republicans get the majorities back, that to your point, they actually keep their word. They, they stand tough and do the things that are the best for our communities. Cut taxes, balance the budget, you know, don't spend on crazy things, actually have sunset clauses on things, you know, allow, get more, allow more control at the, at the local level, have parents have more say in education. All those things we've been promising for years. They need to do it for a change.
0: It has to get done. Mm-hmm. And um, America is hanging by a thread, brother. I mean, what's going on in our schools the, the type, if if I took the materials that they're uh, exposing our kids to, and I invited one of the neighborhood kids into my house and say, hey, check this out. Mm-hmm. They put me in jail, brother. And yet yes, teachers can get away with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we need to, um, we need to win and we need to stop this stuff. And that means. Uh, we've got to hold them accountable. And so when they get in there, it can't be this, oh, look, we're one and now we're nice. And then all of a sudden the, the Dems will be all nice to you and making nice, mm-hmm. nice. And, and, you know, but they, what are they doing? You know, they've got the House, the Senate and the presidency and they're pushing for everything they can. They're pushing as hard as they can for as much as they can because they know they go so far. And even though we push it back, it doesn't come back as far as it was when they started
1: in and our state to your point last year the the, the police bill that so doesn't allow police officers to pursue a criminal you know when they did the long term care act that they had to the, uh, paused until later when they did the capital gains tax as well that they had to uh, roll back because there's no stopping them when they have an agenda and they're the majority they need to do it we just need more of Thoughtfulness, but still, Republicans need to keep their promise when they're in office because what we're seeing now at the national and local level, another month of of record high uh, inflation under Biden and administration, another month where now the Fed is actually saying we're going to raise interest rates, which reduces people's buying powers. First of all, you inflate the money through inflation, which you can buy less with your money. You raise interest rates, which means you can't buy as much or borrow as much, because you can't, your, your buying power just got decreased. Uh, and then, of course, the Wall Street, which a lot of people are using because it's a record high, is now nervous because of that, and that's down. So even your investments are being affected. This is all through policies, The reaction to one year in for these socialist, woke, uh, Democrat policies. Policies make a difference. In, in a stark contrast to a year ago when Trump's policies were in the office, record growth in, uh, in, in employment, not unemployment, employment in all different demographics, record stock market, uh, real estate market was great, but people and inflation was down, way down. The bottom line is we had more buying power, more success, more viability, more freedom, obviously, under those policies than we do in these. Don't forget what these policies are doing to you and who's doing them to you when it comes election time.
0: Hmm? It's time to start repealing stuff, pulling stuff out, pulling stuff back. You know, Seattle is uh, supposed to have 1,400 police officers as the bare minimum just for safety, just safety alone, not fighting crime and all that. They've got about 800, brother. Eight hundred police officers. This is so what they be- supposed to
1: have. Fourteen hundred. Holy moly! Okay,
0: just yeah. as the minimum. And so these guys are working OT and all that. And of course, um, you know, we've just uh, mourning the loss of Robert Lemay. But look at all the state patrolmen that have been that have been fired uh, because they refused to get uh, vaccinated. We have all kinds of uh, stuff going on. So we cannot let them forget that when it what comes in in. August. And when it comes in November and um, if you've got any extra money, now's the time to give it to some political Mm -hmm. candidates. If you've got any extra time, it's time to volunteer or run yourself. And uh, we've got to, we've got to take this to them, brother. I just uh, got a flash here. Uh, Silent majority uh, foundation. Remember those guys? We had a while back. They just uh, filed a lawsuit against uh, Chris Reichdahl for um, uh, violating constitution, article nine. Haven't read it, but I think it's great. I know that nice. that was something that they were really wanting to do. And of course, uh, Chris Reichdahl, the state uh, superintendent of public uh, indoctrination, um, instruction, whatever, one of those words. Um, yes. he, he He's now saying he's not in favor of masks. And so I wanna tell you, Marty, about a great, big, beautiful wall you probably heard about a great big beautiful wall, and this mm-hmm. one has writing on it, brother. The writing is on the wall, brother. Nice, nice. Judged, what was it? Wade, Wade. Judge divided. Yep. And yep. uh it's <laughs> got to come <laughs> down. Today. And yep. we've got, you know, but we can't take that for granted. Right. You know, God's God. God said that He, the heaven of heavens, belongs to Him, and the earth He's given to the son of man, and the Holy Spirit. Is not called the doer, he's called the helper. So he's helping us <laughs> and the comforter, yeah. Yes. Yes. And so we've we we've, we've got to do stuff. And I just, you know, I, I talk about um Project Veritas, you know, but their their uh, motto is be mm-hmm. brave, do something, you know. They don't they're not even telling you what to do, just do something, step out of the boat, people, yes, and uh you know, cast your net on the other side, uh go feed 5,000, do something that, you know, we're, we're, we have a great example, a lot of great examples. And in Hebrews, it says, we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. Mm-hmm. And, and this idea that, you know, somehow American Christianity was going to be, you know, more comfortable and more, you know, like a nice big comfortable bed you get into, right? Something mm-hmm. like that. No, no, the gospel is uncomfortable. The the fight, the fight to save America is uncomfortable. I just, uh, I just amazed though, because as I'm, as I'm, you know, just going to different things and seeing different meetings, like there's going to be this huge uh, rally at Olympia on March 5th at noon called Mm -hmm. Grit. And I think every group that I know of and a few that I've never heard of are all going to be there. It's probably going to be like 10,000, maybe more people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're in Eastern Washington, if you're down in Southwest Washington, if you're in Western Washington get to Olympia on March 5th at noon and uh, come early because you're going to have to walk a while to get there. Cause there it's going to be so jammed with parking and stuff. And I'm going to go right after street church. So I'll probably get a place to park, but I'm, you know, I'm providing some PA systems and different things there. they're having. They're going to have live music, food trucks. It's going to be a, the biggest celebration ever. And, um, so I just, uh, you know, that stuff encourages me as I'm out and about. And even in, in the worst of the lockdowns, remember, we went to Spokane, you and I went to mm-hmm. Spokane. What was that like April of 2020?
1: 2020. That's right. Yeah.
0: And there was like, thousands of there people. Was. Of course, the news said there was hundreds.
1: So right. The,
0: but the, the march to the, the the Spokane County Courthouse was like, you couldn't see the end of it. and And so yeah, oh, that's, that's like 200 people. Yeah, like, 200 people. No, it was huge. Block. I got a
1: chance to speak at that member. And I remember that Matt Shea was putting that on. What a, what a great event. Um, and now the, the counter protest was like 20 people. It was kind of funny. Um, but that was a long time ago, it feels like. But it was a nice hot Sid day over there. And it was great people. Patriots rising up. And now we have thousands and thousands more. And to your point, that's a Saturday, March 5th. Looking forward to being there as well. Um, this This is crazy. But there are groups. I've talked before about this. In every county now getting together, organizing, doing something, showing up at, at school board meetings, showing up at county council meetings, uh, emailing, calling, actually work, uh, doing networking groups, to, if you will, to get engaged. There's a group near me that's working on placing the bridge. They're not political. They go, look, this seems to be done. It's being forgotten. We're going to show up to county council meetings. We're going to make sure that we have a committee. And here's a plan to present to them. And I go, what a cool idea.
0: You know, you but, know you um, brother, they're, if that bridge does get replaced, they definitely will not name it the Chuck Norris bridge.
1: You know Why is that? that? Because Why? nobody
0: crosses Chuck Norris
1: bridge. There we go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was going to say that.
1: What a, what a cool, that'd be fun. Nobody crosses Chuck Norris. That's cool. Can you imagine a legacy like that too? Uh, tough. But the Silent Majority Foundation, once again, we know the website, we had them on. That's Pete Serrano. Uh, and that's uh, Cavallari, which is um, both city council, but, but uh, Cavalier is running for Congress up in North. And of course, our friend Eric as well, right? We still have to go up there and speak to his group. But yeah. this is cool, you know, that they can get together and say, we're going to actually take it to them. Once again, stepping out and doing something, not just running for office, but hey, we can file this thing. into your and point.
0: It's like mm-hmm. everybody can't do everything, but we can mm-hmm. all do something. And these guys, you know, these guys literally found an attorney. They've got you know, they've raised money. They figured out a way that they could start to impact their world. And, you know, with the courts, you know, it's a crapshoot sometimes. I get it. But Donald Trump did get us a lot of good federal judges, brother. And, um, but we try, you know, just because it might be tough doesn't mean we don't try. Right. Right. And we do, we go out and we meet and we assemble and we raise our voices and we, you know, we do our, our um, social media posts and things like that you know i'm surprised all the stuff i put on facebook and stuff you know i mean i had like one thing that they 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 told me they took it down because uh-huh. it violated their standards i couldn't i couldn't figure out what it was because as soon as i post something i share it to like 50 60 different groups so if you pull my thing down it's still out there and so mm-hmm. we gotta you know we learn strategies right on how to do these things so, yeah, maybe they pulled it off my page. Not that many people really like follow me, but I'm, you know, I'm good at sharing out to all these other groups. And then it sort of comes back. You know, I mean, we just learn, we do what we do. Right. I don't really, you know, follow Facebook too much. I more post to it, but I just look I at think it as a platform. Funny.
1: I think it's funny, but I'm obviously like Facebook, you know, it's 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 probably more of an addiction to anything. Um, to a lot of these social media platforms are. Um, but I love it when I share something. And then um, literally by the next day I've got like 10 people sharing it, but not sharing it from me. They've copied it and shared it as their own. And I'm like, all right, well, that's that's flattery, right? <laughs> I'm like, Good. the and, message and it goes out. Yeah. It's
0: probably better because then it yeah. doesn't, you know, if one of you gets deleted, then it it's still out there. They can't, it's becoming a movement. You yes. know, it's like these the, you know, so now the the United States, I want to go back to the Canadian truckers.
1: Okay. Full circle. <laughs>
0: Uh, brother, I just read an article while, while you were chatting. The, yep. the DHS, Department of Homeland Security, says that the truck protest may affect the Super Bowl. <laughs> what a joke. Okay, uh, how? Yeah. Not, nothing's going to affect the Super Bowl, brother. I'm sorry. I, I know you watch the A bunch it of Canadian truckers are up. not yep. going to. Yeah. affect. Uh, yeah, I mean, I only watch the. Super Bowl for the commercials. I'm not a big, I'm not a football fan. I think Los Angeles is playing. I don't even know who the other team There's is. There's a couple
1: good storylines, though. And for the, our listeners that are tuning in, obviously, this coming Sunday for the Super Bowl, tomorrow, I, I suppose. Um, the storyline of Matthew Stafford, which is the, basically, he's been on a losing team for 12 years, brother. Great quarterback. They're in Detroit Lions. Um, great challenges. They were losing. Uh, losing big. Transfers to this team to win this and gets to go to the Super Bowl. So that's a good story for the LA Rams. Um, and then you have the uh, Bengals, which were not supposed to be there, man. With a with a freshman or not freshman, but a rookie quarterback out of LSU. So um, that's pretty cool, right? So you have a don't so count
0: out the rookies, baby. I know,
1: you know. But see so they expected the Bills to be there or KC to be there, but out of nowhere. Um, Cincinnati Bengals uh, are going back to the Super Bowl. Last time I saw them in the Super Bowl, Joe Montana beat them in, in, in the game with a catch in the gosh, that's like 90s. Long time ago, man. So Joe who? Montana.
0: <laughs> you know, pretty soon we're going to be saying that about Tom, right? Because Tom had a big fit and decided to retire again. I think Tom has set the most records for uh, the record for the most retirements of any NFL player. But, you know,
1: uh, well, right now he is—he
0: is a great. I mean, come on.
1: Well, it's he greedy, has been, been seven Super Bowls, brother. It's Five, you know. And years.
0: I didn't get to go this year, so I quit. Five <laughs> MVPs. Um, it takes—it takes more than Tom Brady to take your team to the Super Bowl.
1: Sorry. Yeah. They almost got there though again, back to back for a team that was sub 500 before he got there. So, so to speaking, give of, that. speaking of speaking mm-hmm. of
0: rookies, wasn't Russell Wilson kind of a rookie when we went to the Super Bowl, brother? Yeah, uh, he yeah. was kind of a because he was doing all that stuff that young people can do, like grab the ball and run and stuff. First or second <laughs> year, yeah,
1: I think it was our first or second season, and then we went back the next season. And of course, we know the whole and the ball to March on. No, we're going to throw it and get it intercepted. So. Against Pittsburgh and, and Ben Roethlisberger. So anyway, that's enough sports talk. So but yeah.
0: speaking of homelessness. Yes. Is that, a, is that a good shift for you? Sure. I
1: don't speaking know. Speaking <laughs> of,
0: we weren't speaking about homelessness unless we're talking about Tom Brady. Um, did you know that San Francisco, California, not too far from here, brother, has just implemented a program Asking Bay Area homeowners to take homeless people into their houses?
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: I'm dying over here.
1: That is funny.
0: So far, they've got 60 people to do it, which proves there's one in every crowd. And uh, it hasn't put a big dent in the 30,000 homeless people that are on the street. It's exploding. And they pay people. Uh, They pay people.
1: To, to bring to, them into their home?
0: To, to live on the oh, street. Yeah, they yeah. give them like 700 a month or something like that. I can just see the lawsuits and,
1: happening where p- they take people in, total strangers, no, no I think I out of their charity of their heart, through a government program, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, something happens. Something gets stolen. Something gets broke. Somebody gets, whatever. gets hurt. Or someone gets hurt. Exactly right. And then they go, well, you made me do it or you told me to do it. Therefore, state, you're on the hook for it. I don't know. It just, um, people will give out of their heart you know, uh, as they choose. But when they're forced to or or some kind of program, it doesn't work. Um, Wow. That's the more insanity out there. So that's a nice little segue here, by the way. Do you see this now more and more? And there's a group of legislators in the federal government, uh, Republicans, um, that have asked Biden to take a cognitive test. You know, I don't know if that's just uh, newsworthy, meaning like, okay, clearly there's a problem here. Clearly, if you have to be led around by the hand by your wife, um, you're not showing or uh, a symbol of strength to the world. And the decisions you've made and the, the lapses or the anger um, um, outbursts you've had definitely lend to there may be something wrong. So what do you think? It, it won't happen until the administration actually makes it happen. But there's a growing concern uh, enough so that these uh, legislators actually ask for it because there's got to be polling, right? And, you know, and so there's a concern about our president, you know, that he is not um, mentally stable at the moment. Not that he's crazy or not like that, but there's, there must be some deficits going on um, as you get older and it's sad to say, but I think he definitely should. Don't you think?
0: Yeah. I can't remember. What did you say? Yeah, no, right. See, I say, <laughs> dude, I mean, I, we all are going to get older, yep. And you know, hopefully, um, you know, we're going to keep our brains good and we're going to live good. But you know, when you duty yourself uh, in the uh, you know the, the the greeting line when you go to Europe and stuff, and you you poop your pants and stuff like that, uh-huh. it's it's time to retire. It's time to go sit on the beach and you know let your wife explain to you what a seagull is and stuff like that. <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah, dude, it's an embarrassment. And um, yeah, it's just it's awful, brother. And I, I feel sorry for the guy. I also feel sorry for Nancy Pelosi because AOC's been giving her a hard time about all the money she makes. So, you know, I wonder how much money AOC makes, brother.
1: Well, on top of her congressional salary, you mean? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cause they all go in, you know, poor and come out rich. I'm that's that's what I'm shooting for. I mean, hey, yeah, you have let both joking. I'm not um joking. I I, want to vote. I really, you know, my wife says, don't do it. Don't do it. Right. Um, But I'm like, I'm going to go to Congress and vote that we cut the salary in half.
1: There we go. Cut it down to,
0: you know, cut it down to 90,000 or whatever. What's half 178,
1: whatever it's 150,000, 85, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: 85,000. That's plenty, Mm -hmm. you know, plus per diem, whatever you got to travel and eat and stuff. I get that. But, but yeah, you know, make it more like a regular job. So that people don't, and then make sure that you, you know, while you're there, you can't play the stock market. You can't yeah. do that stuff. You can't invest in that stuff.
1: When you have the the whole Congress, we're talking Republicans, Democrats, and independents, when they actually beat the market, that's not right. No one gets that lucky in mass. There's individuals that may have um, great success, but when the whole Congress beats the market, meaning better than you and I and everybody else invest in the market that have experience, means they're, they're working off of something when they shouldn't. You know, honestly, this, this, this is a problem. And to your point, just like the rule Trump put in place, you couldn't be a lobbyist uh, one, one, two, for five years after you get out of the, um, served in office, you shouldn't be able to invest until you're out of office as well. Uh, 100% agree. because That's insider information. It is not for, for the rest of us. you have When you're voting on legislation that could affect the stock price and the value of a company, you should uh, literally exempt yourself, I and mean, then we should do it as the people. You're exempted, period. You can't invest in those things. You already make $180,000 a year plus a uh, million dollar budget. So, yeah, yeah,
0: and all your other stuff. <sighs> well, if you, if you want a sure bet for the Olympics, brother, did you know the Olympics are going on? I bet you're watching it, right? Did I have watch, not. I did believe you watch not. the I snowboarders? Have... Wow, no. that was awesome. Love those guys. Anyway, sure bet. Uh, The cold countries are going to do pretty good. Right now we have Austria leading the the medal competition and behind them is Norway. And I don't know if you know anything about Austria and Norway, but it's cold there, brother. They have like the Alps in Austria and, um, you know, Norway is very cold. So, a sure bet, uh, bet on the northern
1: countries. There you go. I have a question <laughs> That's for a you. little
0: insider trading for you,
1: brother. I have a question for you. Typically, a, the Winter Olympics are in places that have some kind of natural snow, and they add fake snow on top of that to make it, you know, perfect for the Olympics. China doesn't have any. It's all fake snow. I mean, yeah. so the entire Winter Olympics is in China, and they have to create this fake snow. Why? Why would you put it in China? Yeah, you have a summer Olympics there. Oh, wait, that's right. We did just a few years ago. Why are we having the winter Olympics there?
0: So, you know, uh, China's, uh, China's money used to be our money, brother. Before Walmart. Before that, was, my- that used to be our money, brother. <laughs> <laughs> just make sure whatever I, you do, I, just, if it says made in China, just pass on it, buy something else. Yes. You know, all those ships that were off the coast of LA and stuff, just send them home. Just take it back. We don't need your crap. But uh, China's not doing the great that great in the Olympics either, brother. They're 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 behind us, and then you know we're not doing that great either. So,
1: well, yeah, we're doing better um, than
0: them, though. God. When bless we them.
1: have the uh, the literally the corruption in the Ukrainian government that's tied to um, Biden, Hunter Biden, and Joe Biden, and then you have the relationship with China as well, we definitely these elections really matter. We need to root out all of that. The fact that we've talked before, and we're ending up on the show here, where Swalwell, Eric Swalwell out of California actually had a relationship with a Chinese spy for many years, and uh, um, another, another Democrat Congresswoman had a driver that was done with a China, Chinese spy. That needs to put a stop. We need to investigate that. We need to clean out the federal and state levels of all these espionage-type things um, and hold them accountable. This is crazy, brother. So, I'll end on that note. Get involved, get engaged, right? Come on. Yeah, come on,
0: and um, let's see here How about crack pipes. That's not going to happen, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, they backed <laughs> off that, so you know our, I guess our calls, letters, and outrage are working. But yeah, I think our
1: memes helped out too. Because was, yes. Are you serious? Right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, I um, it, it's, it's a sad thing, but you know, out on our out on the streets in Olympia, I, I'm out there most Saturdays doing street church. You know, we buried you know, Thomas a couple weeks ago. And, you know, he was found dead with a needle in his arm and it was a government needle, you know, that, you know, is that really helping them? I don't think no. so. That government needle killed him. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, where else are you going to get the needles though? If the government doesn't do it right. Well, maybe you could just not do drugs. I don't That's know. Right. Maybe we could get you, choice. Get, we could get you some help and uh, yeah. Yeah. Democrats say parents who want a say in children's education should homeschool or pay for private school. Isn't that nice, brother? The Democrats nice, are even but, coming but around they want to, to our way of, the
1: money for the public. Uh, oh, but they um, didn't
0: school. say you could stop paying taxes.
1: Exactly right, right? You know,
0: I like I like the school choice thing where the money follows the student. You have a student that's school age, from the age of five to the age of eighteen, or whatever. That you know, whatever that state amount or that county amount or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. let it go with the kid. You know, if the kid can afford to go to rent in Christian school or something like that, let's do that, right? right. Even if I have to pay a little extra, but it's not fair that we have to pay the whole thing. That's yeah, so. it
1: shouldn't go to the government in the first place. Anytime it goes there and comes back to you, it's strings are attached. We need to, yeah, to not go in the first place. Take a tax break or whatever. That's my, my opinion anyway. So if you have a school, uh, private school or homeschool or whatever, just don't pay that portion. Have it as a deduction. There you go.
0: Well, uh, there's one more thing to look forward to besides the Super Bowl tomorrow. Hillary Clinton is going to speak at the Democratic Convention. So that's exciting news, (laughs) brother. I can't wait, brother. You think it's fun listening to Biden speak? You got to listen to Hillary Clinton speak, brother. Hey, don't forget, you can uh, listen to Doug and Marty anytime you want. Just tell your smart speaker, hey, smart speaker, play Doug and Marty versus the world. Also, you can contact us and listen to our podcast by going to dougandmarty.com. This is Doug Bassler.
1: And Marty McClendon. Doug and Marty World. See you next time. Happy Valentine's Day.